Aloha, Love Tribe. Welcome to the Big Dream School podcast, where we explore the art, science, and soul of rocking our world by doing simple things each day. I believe the big dream of the planet is for all life to co-thrive in delicious harmony. And when we align our dream with the big dream of the planet, we can achieve the world's greatest challenges, the United Nations 17 Sustainable Development Goals. If you care about making a big difference on our planet, this podcast is designed for you. Each week, we mix the medicine of music, the magic of manifesting, and the mastery of our body, mind, and soul by doing one simple thing in the seven-day Rock Our Dreams experiments that help you move the needle forward on your big dream and the big dream of the planet. I'm your very grateful host, DJ Valerie Belove, the Vibe Goddess, former self-abuser turned radical self-lover. Everybody inhale love to your beautiful self with me. Exhale peace out to our planet. Mm, now, doesn't that just feel divine? All right, let's get ready to rock this. <laughs> Woohoo! All right, love tribe, welcome. So my epic, beautiful, sensual, super goddess guest is Susan Coates, who is a sex and relationship coach with over 20 years, holy shit, Susan, uh, with working over with a thousand clients, couples, individuals, and groups. She helps people experience and fully express their desires in sex and relationships through on-the-ground, body-based, experiential coaching. This woman, she's so amazing. She's a sexual pioneer, a community leader. She's been featured in Marie Claire Magazine, speaks on panels and universities, and of course, podcasts about topics such as sexual shame. <laughs> Anybody got that? Raise your hand. Women's sexual empowerment, hot consent, custom fit relationships, and successful polyamory. She runs group events, including intimacy salons and men's desire clubs and is the Southwest's featured practitioner for Somatica Institute in Berkeley, California. And guess what? She works out of her home office in Denver, Colorado, but she's with me now from Portland. She showed me some pretty flowers that she's looking at right now at her beloved's home. And it's my dear honor and pleasure to introduce y'all to Susan Coates. Hi, Susan. Hey, so <laughs> good to be with you, Val. Thank you, sister. How are you feeling today on this yummy spring day? Great. I am yummed out. <laughs> I'm yummed out. You look yeah, yummed out. Thank you. And you look in love. Like you look mm. like your heart has got some sprinkles mm. coming off of your you. little heart. Yeah. So how's that going for you? Feel it. I'm feeling it. I'm in it. I'm I feel like I've met my match. <gasps> Not that there's only one match in the world, but I'm definitely feeling that. <laughs> Totally. <laughs> and it's like, once I've met my match, now what? <laughs> right. You're like, now what do we do? How do we expand? Now what do we do with that? What door <laughs> open there? <laughs> so let's talk about that for a sec. What does that mm -hmm. feel like for the next level of of the opening for you? And, you know, just mm -hmm. this match made in yeah. earthly heaven. 
Yeah. Well, for me, you know, I would say like we all have a core erotic theme, like the way we want to feel in sex and life, the way we want to be treated. I always had this longing to feel cherished, you know, mm. to really feel cherished beyond a doubt, you know, as a self-reliance queen who was somewhat neglected as a kid, you yeah. know, to, to know that this, this, my life is so cherished by another. And once I actually oh. had felt that on the ground so deeply, then all these other doors swing open, you know, the roof just flies off the, the house and it's like open space, open possibility, audacity. Wow. So this desire, this, this dream of being, feeling cherished, you know, that's a yeah. great thing that I think we all have in common. What has been an obstacle in your life that you know, prevented you from feeling that in relationship with another? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, an obstacle from, yeah, that would prevent me from feeling that with another. Yeah. I think it's just, you know, the way that I just often haven't felt my world gotten, you know, by another. And knowing that I am in such deep consideration of so much, you know, I was pretty vigilant as a little one um, and in deep consideration of my world in order to convey to the world what I actually wanted to be conveyed to me. And so when we get into our day-to-day -day lives and just can't be bothered by each other, you know, and I've been in partnerships, like we all do it, right? Like, sorry, I can't really like attune to you right now. <laughs> I would just feel a deep sense of like, wow, this person isn't bringing to me what I feel like I'm bringing to the world. Um, but there's a little chip on my shoulder about it, you know, because it's, it's, a, it's something that I not only need, but I have agenda around. And so once I really drop into the feeling of deeply feeling cherished and have that experience and no longer feel obligated to consider my world so I can be a little more, a lot more audacious, then I don't, it's not as much of a, like that chip just washes off me. It's like, ah, I am tr intrinsically cherishable, right? <laughs> oh, intrinsically cherishable, dude. Okay. We got all these great quotes of the week. This is fun. Good. So good. So, so did you find that maybe, you know, your journey to this moment in time, did you have to, you know, because what's coming up for me when I hear you say that is like, did you have to cherish yourself first? In, oh, definitely. Like, then how did you get from, you know, that point of like energetically, like, okay, I got, I got to do this before what's out there. And yeah, I mean, when I was five, I knew that by the time I was going to be eight, that I wouldn't want to be on the planet. And I had a big wake up call at age five, really old soul, but wow. I, I was not getting the message that my life mattered at all. Oh. And, um, and I remember sitting, existentially sitting with that, like, what would it be like to be eight years old and want to kill myself? That is so fucked up, you know, yeah. for an eight-year-old, like in the Fuck. part of the vitality of her life. And so I did this experiment where I went into the basement of my home, my parents' home. Nobody knew I was down there. And I invited myself into life. And I basically started out, I got a diary. I my birthday came and I said, I just want a diary. That's all I want. And I got like 20 diaries and I just started writing and inviting myself into life through movement and improvisation and exploring my body and exploring my thoughts and 
that kind of like that, like literally like rolled out this huge red carpet on life for me um, that I ended up wielding on my own at such a young age. So, so with that, I, I've always been able, I've always had that through line of that red carpet that I somehow just got at a young age. Thank goddess, right. That I, I got that so young so I could still be here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, but that became like uh, a wiring in me. And at the same time, there's still, you know, studies have shown that, that little ones actually do need a signal from outside in a human body, another body to convey to them, like you, you matter, you're worth being here, you're cherishable. So, so there's still that, you know, out in the world, we, we, we do need that. We really do, you know, in order to survive, like in spirit. Yeah. Um, but that was a way that I was able to at least turn that around, you know, until I had more cherishable experiences. Wow. That's so potent, dude. <laughs> wow. And so, so yeah. what led you to the path of, you know, this obviously was something that you discovered about yourself that you got to play with. And then, you know, fast forward to now, like, how did you get to the point where you're like, I'm going to you know, be a sex therapist and coach and I'm going to help people with, you know, hot consent and all the things that you do. I mean, that's a, that's so fascinating to me because it's a very, uh, it's an edgy subject. It's an edgy, you know, career to choose. And, Mm -hmm. you know, we're, so at the big dream school guys, you know, we're start, this is a new format. We're going to be learning a lot about the United Nations Sustainable Development Goals because our jam is about, you know, living our big dreams for the planet and getting something bigger than ourselves done. And so, you know, the Sustainable Development Goal number five is about gender equality. And so, you know, Susan talked to me a little earlier about, you know, the masculine and feminine and how, you know, our sexuality and creating equality for all of us around this is something that will help heal the planet. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I'd love to hear a little bit more about, yeah. you know, how, how you got into this, you know, part of life and how, you know, right. we think what we can do to move forward. Here. Yeah. Yeah. I think one of the biggest ways that we don't get to be here is through, is our erotic generative essential energy. What we came into the planet with essentially has been deemed as shameful. Yeah. And not okay and inappropriate. The ways we desire to express in life are inappropriate. Um, in and in order to belong to our world, we have to somehow trade that in. And okay. so, when I talk about inviting myself into life as a little one and getting to be here, you know, this is something that I know how to offer people because I've been there. Um, also, my dad was a sex therapist growing up in a very conservative fundamentalist hometown in Michigan. And my mom was an artist and an art teacher. She was censored in local shows for her expressiveness around her eroticism. And I, I turned into sort of like the unofficial town, like sex coach for my peer age group. And so it's always actually been a big way that I've invited people into life and getting to be here is like just shameless, 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 uh, messages that I could send out into into my world from the time I was a preteen, 
and kids are pretty confused around that time, you know, about what's going on. Totally, dude. So oh I've been there debunking, debunking, debunking myths for since I was a, a wee one. And then in this day and age, you know, I've been a coach for 20 years working with everyone from refugees to mayoral appointees, just helping people get in touch with with their why they're here and helping them express it out in the world in ways that really land and resonate and engage. Um, and sexuality, what better way to do it? <laughs> you know, because if we, what I, one thing that I find, Val, is that when we really um, unlock that door on our desires and our sexuality and our intimate relationships, then that door, it, it's almost like it blows open all the other doors in the house. <laughs> and here we are. And, and like, oh my gosh, look at all the other things that open up. And when I work with my clients, I find that daily, you know, daily, we come in through one door of like their, what they long for in their sexuality that they've never gotten to have. And it's, it's occupies so much of their inner vitality and it's just been stomped down with shame. And when I just come in and I just relentlessly de-shame them, de-shame them, de-shame them, and then reclaim this part of them that then we celebrate together in chewable bites, mind you, because not, you know, we're not all ready to like, take it with the big yes, right? Yeah. You know, we got to like take it in slowly. There's trauma. There's all these layers that are keeping us yeah. from that door really swinging open, but really just working with them in their pace, in their time. It, it really does have huge impacts for people's entire lives and well-being. Wow. What a gift. And just talking about it and I, I you know, I, I've opened a door lately in my life and I'm noticing how all these other doors and this energy is, mm. is being impacted because I have right. had the door shut for so long. And I know that like, wow, how could I show up even more with being integrity with my sexual energy and with my mm. desires? And, and, and right. it's like, it's so beautiful because it's overflowing in my creative space and in my heart space with my children, my relationship my daughter hugged me back the other day. Okay. My teenage daughter is now, she, she's the, oh, don't touch me, mom. You know, and something in uh, me, I know that something in me shifted because I said yes to some things in life and my heart opened up a little more. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, that's a great, to me, I think it's a great example of where this comes into play in all areas of our lives. So oh, holy that's fantastic. I'm <laughs> celebrating with you. Yay. Thanks. I know. I was like, she hugged me back. I'm, I'm totally making a mom's day video about she hugged me back for all the moms, you know, who are teenage daughters. <laughs> I, I have a six-year-old and he's kind of on his way. I know. It's like, oh, don't yeah. touch me. You're right. <laughs> so, okay. So then let's, chit- let's talk about a couple of things. So um, I would love to hear what, what you think is a really cool seven-day experiment that we can do for ourselves, like one simple thing that we can do to, you know, rock the big dream of the planet, but doing one simple thing that involves, you know, you're talking about inviting yourself into this moment more. Like what's a practice that we can do for seven days that, that all the dream jockeys out there can rock? Great. Yeah. So what it is, is really like, we're, we're so used to being human doers, right? And everything about the way we do life tends to be externalized, you know, out there, goal orientation. And we end up skipping over a big part of our experience, which is the actual process in our bodies of moving life. And so it's this invitation to, um, in, you know, be more with oneself. So it's like, how can I invite myself more into this moment? 
it's this inquiry of like, yeah, this is this, I could tolerate what's happening here. I could adapt. And yeah, maybe that would be appropriate and that would help me belong to my world. But then what about me? What about belonging to myself? And so if we just turn it, it's not that we're, we're not in consideration of our world, right? I mean, it's really hard to turn that dial down and still not, and, and just be completely disregarding the world. Yeah. But it's to turn ourselves inward and say, how about me? How about how could I belong to me more in this moment? And if I feel into that, then I, I might even notice like the layers in between me in that place, which could be around shame, you know, like what, what shame is alive here that's in the way of me inviting myself more into this moment. Oh, well, I just have this, you know, belief that I just should have done this thing I was doing yesterday. I should have had it done by then. And so I'm procrastinating it. And so I have shame about that. It's like, well, what if we, what if we just like brought some compassion onto that shame and let it kind of like wash away a little bit and say, again, how can I invite myself more in to this moment? What would my fuck yeah be? You know? Um, and when I ask that question, even if it's like just a little morsel of a fuck yeah, what would that be? It's like, even in this moment talking with you, it's like, what would my fuck yeah be? A little more of a fuck yeah? Oh, I'm gonna like just move my body a little bit more while I'm talking, right? Just that little bit. It doesn't take much, but we're so used to just censoring ourselves and kind of like, no, no, because I'm I'm doing this thing. I have an obligation, I have a responsibility, and so therefore I I leave myself behind to go do it. Totally. And so we can actually do something a little different. Just invite ourselves in a little bit more with each breath. Wow. I love that. Okay. So definitely tuning into our breath is always, you know, we use a snap method at the big dream school and we mm-hmm. breath. So Great. it's, it's, you know, the breath, of course, I heard you use the word should, I think like four or five times, mm. you know, and, and really yeah. that seems to be such a barrier for that, you know, mm. invitation with ourselves. And so really becoming yeah. aware of the should mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, man. Wow. And it's Yeah, totally and what like, if we talked about ourselves like we're a, our partner, you know? What if I said, how could I court myself? How could I court my inner partner here? You know, if I were my inner lover, how would I want to how would I want to flirt with myself in this moment, to this moment? And you can actually tease yourself into your moment and you know, there can be like it can be juicy. <laughs> just inviting it to be juicier, you know? I love it. I, I'm writing down court your inner lover. Yeah. I just, cause that's just like, why wouldn't we do that? Why and we, a lot of people don't. And until yeah. you're given that permission slip, you know, mm-hmm. that invitation, like you just said, and it's kind of yeah. like, oh, I, I, I can do that. I mean, that's a, that's, appropriate for me to do the thing inside? Fuck yeah, it is. Dudes, let's rock. So yeah, not only that, then other people are going to feel your invitation more with them. Because if you're inviting other people and you're left behind, they're not going to feel a full invitation. They're going to feel an obligation, right? So if I've really let myself into a moment and then I show it out to my loves, to my people, to my business peers, they're going to feel a fuller invitation because I don't have a chip on my shoulder about how, how I don't actually get to be here fully. Wow. Yes. All right. So there's all these great benefits of this. This is going to yeah. be such a cool experiment. I'm super excited. So, okay. So 
recap, experiment, yeah. inviting yourself in to this moment, mm-hmm. seducing your inner lover, courting your inner lover to, you know, show up more fully as you yeah. in the moment. And so yeah, even if just one thing, yeah. just one what's one little thing, if it's just moving a little bit more, if it's yeah. yeah, you know, taking a few more breaths, if it's like I'm running this workshop and it's not a fuck yeah to me. So what would make it a fuck yeah? What would make it a fuck yeah? I love these. Yeah. This is so good. Um, okay, so what's your song of the week, sister? Oh, like what yes. rocks song you? Of the week. It is a deep, it, a deep and broad existential song. It's um, by Kurt Elling. And um, it's a, actually a cover of a Bob Dylan song, a classic. Um, it's called Hard Rain's Gonna Fall. Kurt Elling is a Grammy award-winning jazz vocalist out of Chicago. And he's also an activist. He's a global activist. Um, so he actually, you know, is out there doing songs in clubs and then he's translating it to global change. Yeah. Um, Fuck yeah, Hard dude. He's fall. perfect for this. Yeah. Our Rain's Gonna Fall is about like the human condition. Look at where we're at right now. Mm. Look at the innocence of our children. And then what's possible that we can do with our deepest longing. Right. <sighs> And we get to activate that deepest longing with this yeah. practice and yeah. with our, our energies, this beautiful mm-hmm. lover within. Yeah. yeah. Oh, dude, you're so awesome. Okay. Yay. So where can everybody find you, sister? I, uh, you can find me at www.susancoatscoaching.com. You can find me there if you want to talk with me about doing some one-on-one work. I do one-on-one work and couples work in my home office in Denver. And I also do uh, sessions on Zoom and Skype, um, you know, in the U.S. and internationally. Um, Yeah, and you can find me on Facebook as well under Susan Coates Coaching and uh, find my page. And there's some videos on there. Yeah. Oh, this is so great. And I'll leave all these links in the show notes, everybody, on the website. So you'll be able to get them and we'll put some social media stuff out there for everybody as well. Great. All right, sister, what's what's one last little nugget of yummy that you might think that mm-hmm. if somebody heard this, they're just going to be like, yeah. yeah, I got that. Mm. What do you want to yeah, share? Yeah, so when we're talking about inviting ourselves more into life, it's different for men and women. So when we're talking about lifting up men and women in our world, like how are we going to do that? And how can we do that through this work is – for men, it's about actually coming back into self-locating, like how to locate who they are and what their desires are. You know, in the realm of the Me Too movement, movements that are happening, men are paralyzed. I do work in uh, a group called Men's Desire Club with, with men all the time who they are so paralyzed, they don't even know how to begin, right, to, th- to feel into their desires. So for men, it's like, men, I just want you to know that, that, you know, we need you to self-locate, you know, because that's, that's you, right? And, and if you can't self-locate, if you can't find your own inner desire and longing, you're not going to be able to establish boundaries. And if mm-hmm. you can't establish boundaries, how can you establish, how can you respect the boundaries of women in the world? And so uh, let alone your desires, express your desires and honor the desires of women in the world. And so for men, I just want to just invite men to, you know, invite yourselves into this process where you get to reclaim your desire Mm -hmm. and reach it out into the world in ways that are clear and engaging. Um, And 
you know, that, that there is a lot here for you if you can really reclaim that. And in order to reclaim that, there's a lot of work to do on all the shame that is just shoving you down. And that's where men become creepy is they get, their desires get shoved down and they shoot out sideways because mm. that's creepiness. And we all do it. Yeah. But that, this is a way to really like for men to really rise up um, into themselves and into their power, like true power. For women, it's often, um, you know, inviting ourselves as women into, into life is more about audacity. I think it's more about how to become audacious creatures, mm. um, how, to, how to untame ourselves, right? Because like what, 99.9% of us are like not okay with our bodies, you know, <laughs> right? in some way. There's so much shame, right? So just finding our ways into audaciousness. Um, for women, that's, I really feel like that's empowerment, you know, and not waiting, not waiting for permission. Well, guess what, sister? You just gave everybody the permission slip. <laughs> <laughs> There's your permission, okay? Go Yay. for it. <laughs> awesome. I love that. Wow, what a great, what a great ending note for everybody. So, yeah. holy cow. All right, um, you are phenomenal. I can't wait to you know, dive deeper into some of your work and have you up here at the, house, at the little sunrise sanctuary to play awesome it's so good to be here with you Val. yeah thank you so yeah. much and i feel so happy for you and your love and the spark that i see right now from you it's just it's radiant and thanks for sprinkling it on us here at the big dream school <laughs> anytime yay man all right everybody how about we just take a big inhale right now together Exhale some peace out there in that world. Mm. All right, everybody. Peace, love, and aloha. Thank you, Susan, aloha. so much. You're <laughs> welcome. Thank you. Yay. All right, Sparkly Love Tribe. Thank you so much for listening. I know you are super busy and you care deeply about making a difference on our planet. So I hope these little nuggets of inspiration and actionable wisdom support you and your big dream. If today is the day you say yes to changing your life and the planet by doing one simple thing, then head on over to djvaleriebelove.com forward slash podcast to get show notes and your free dream sheet for this week's seven day rock our dreams experiment, along with my gift to you of a very special seven day video training to support you on your magical journey of rocking big dreams and leaving the world a better place. Join me live at the DJ Valerie Be Love Facebook page every Manifesting Monday and Thankful Thursday at 1111 a.m. Mountain Standard to get powerful tips and nourishing support on the weekly Rock Our Dreams experiments. And because I love you, I don't want you to miss any life-changing episodes. So do yourself a big favor and head on over to Apple, Spotify, or Google Podcasts to subscribe to the Big Dream School Podcast. And while you're at it, it would mean the world to me if you would leave a review so other people can benefit from this podcast too. Mahalo. And until the next time, my beautiful love tribe, this is DJ Valerie Beloved, the vibe goddess, sending from my heart to yours. Peace, love, and aloha.